two, two, four. Hashtag complex choices. YouTube at stand up. Hashtag verse TV two, two, four C. I want to start off uh, by letting you know that I am gay as hell. Uh, I'm great at it. I do a great job. I was sitting there being black. And I was like, you know what? Give me another thing. <laughs> I got it. Come on over. <laughs> I'm also African, thoroughbred from the source. Thank you so much. Thank you. I came to America when I was a little diva. It's also the first time I ever saw a white person. And my immediate thought was, it's a black ghost. <laughs> this country's filled with apparitions. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I have been gay for quite some time. Uh, I came out when I was 18, back in the year 2000, you know, before it was cool. I told my parents I was gay. Uh, they're both uh, very traditional African immigrants, so I don't recommend doing that. <laughs> Write them a letter. They can't read. That's... <laughs> but I told them I was gay, and my dad got very upset. I know it was because I said I was gay, or that I sang the entirety of Papa Don't Preach immediately afterwards. <laughs> it's a much longer song than you think it is. So, I will say, my initial reaction is, yay, he's a fellow early 80s baby. That's super cool. Because being 19, no, being 18 at the year 2000, it's like, what, whether he was 18 going on 19 or 18, just turned 18, that means he's an early 80s baby. So it's like, yeah, that's super cool. And... Yeah, like I was like 16 at the turn of the century. Anyway, yes. And I scratched this word out because I'm not gonna say it because I say it about guys too much. So suffice it to say, yes. I don't even have to say it. It goes without saying. Anyway, because it's absolutely true. Let me see. Just a just a touch, a bit. Anyway. <laughs> as far as him talking about the fact that, that he had the black thing and he was like, give me another thing. Reminded me of a friend of mine years ago when we were in our 20s. And uh, she was... She's a lesbian, right? And I, of course, being a gay man and such, and us coming of age, I guess, being in our early 20s, we were finding things out. And um, she was like, yeah, you know, I don't like it when people s claim that, like, gay people are just trying to be gay just to buck society and it's like 
I'm already black and a woman. I have enough to deal with. <laughs> I wouldn't just choose to add this being a lesbian just because like, hey, give me another thing. You know, it's like that that's not true. I, I'm just who I am. And I wish people would accept that. Now, speaking of would accept versus not would accept, I must admit that I did kind of wince when he said, just write them a letter because they can't read. I was like, ah, I get it. Not I get it, but I, I, I just didn't like that. I, I, that's it. Anyway, as far as his Papa Don't Preach, I'm, I'm glad he didn't dwell on the uh, other thing. But as far as the singing Papa Don't Preach, that is a great song. And it reminded me of how when I was in college, I would work out at the gym, running on the treadmill, practicing singing while I run because I like heard somewhere that like Destiny's Child practiced singing while they run. And I would run on the treadmill and I would sing that song. Papa, don't preach. I'm in trouble. It's a great song. Anyway, basic complexity. Okay. Um, all right. After hearing this, I can personally say that in life, some believe that sexuality is a choice. And let me make this very clear. I Actually, I didn't choose anything. That's just what it is. I'm not only black, not only gay, but I'm also disabled. So that's three strikes right there. So it's definitely nothing is a choice at all. The only choice we make is to accept it or not. That's it. And that was my choice. I eventually accepted it. And it's been cool. Now, I know it's not going to be cool for every single person. But in my case, it was. So I really didn't lose any friends. Family just doesn't care. As well, not really. It's not even a big deal to them. So, yeah. Um, like I said, not big deal to family. Um, they don't really care. <laughs> and I didn't, I don't believe I lost any friends. So, if that's what it was, um, now, people who I'm sorry, for some people, like I guess denying it or whatever, it seems a tad bit mental to me, just my opinion. That's what I have. All right. 
I don't know what you mean when you say it seems mental, um, but this isn't a back and forth question thing. So I will just say when, yeah. When he talked about, uh, give me another thing. You know, <laughs> it's, I just made the connection that people who think like, somebody being homosexual is a deliberate affront to them is to themselves and society is narcissistic. That's the quintessence of narcissist, narcissism. And that's a word that is thrown around a lot nowadays. And it's like, wow, everything is narcissistic. There are things that are narcissistic. And that's an example because you are so self-focused, so into yourself that you think somebody being who they are, living their truth, living their reality, they're just doing that to make things difficult for you. That's narcissism. Anyway, your satisfaction and mine. Yeah, yeah, that's narcissism. That at the end of the sentence, it's hmm. complexity, you're one squared. All right, um, uh, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, we live and learn in life. And most of the time, life is just a learning lesson. Take what you can from it. That's what I've. All right. Now, it appears. Huh? that it's actually working on Facebook. So I am going to ABCD. So we're up to D, I'm gonna play it, might play it twice, but I'm gonna try to get a Facebook right now, I'm tr trying to get right. That's the song by Miley Cyrus from the album that I love by her, but uh, bangers. But get right. Yeah. That's also a song by Jennifer Lopez. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. I, I don't think that's what I'm thinking about. But I, I did love that song as well. I also love the remix, which is largely the same, but they did some things a little different with like the bass line, you know, and I'm sorry. I'm a 90s kid, I love bass. And uh, th they did something a little differently with it. Anyway, it was super cool, I loved it. And are you ready for topic D? Really quick question. Yes. Um, the song Give Right by Jennifer Lopez, um, really, not sure, but did that feature Fabulous? 
the remix was featuring yeah. Fabulous with his fine self. Anyway, anyway. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so sorry. I keep talking about men. I'm sorry. I can't help it. I'm homosexual. Damn it. Uh. Anyway, but yeah, it, it was featuring Fabulous. And yes. I didn't. Jennifer Lopez is outstanding, period. End of discussion. I don't know why this is being silly. Are you ready for the next topic? Yeah. Oh, right. And D. Hashtag now tracing at J.R. Colbert. Hashtag first TV 224D. So it was just a week ago, we covered Tennessee's Republican Attorney General seizing the private medical records of trans people in that state. Well, here's the lead in a breaking news story in the Tennessean newspaper tonight. Tennessee's Attorney General wants the state to be able to investigate and compel information on out-of-state abortions. These are your private medical records. They are taking them already from trans people in Tennessee. Now they want to take them from any Tennessee woman who has had an abortion in another state. In another state? Yeah. If you live in Tennessee and you need to get an abortion, well, Republicans have instituted an abortion ban in Tennessee. So you can't get one in Tennessee anymore. You will need to travel out of state. But Tennessee's Republican attorney general now says he intends to effectively follow you out of state to get your medical records to see if you got an abortion somewhere else, even in a state where it's legal. That's the Tennessean tonight. And oh, look, it's also in Kentucky. Tonight in the Louisville Courier-Journal, the Kentucky Attorney General wants Kentuckians' out-of-state abortion records to be available to authorities. Oh, it's not just Tennessee, it's also Kentucky. Oh, and look, here it is in Arkansas, too, today in the Arkansas Times. Okay, um, then ready for my opinion. It's on you, Kevin. I was hoping I wouldn't have to say it, but yes. I figured that, and I was just about to go anyway. Um, all right, so personally, I think that how they're personally I think that they in general are just taking it way too far. Um it was already bad enough when they started basically going after our trans sisters 
but now they are going after really all women. It's like uh, abortion, I don't understand how that's any of anyone's business, really, other than the person getting the abortion and her doctor. How is that anyone else's business? I don't get that. And yeah, that's what I have. It's a male-dominated society. That's and it's not only the business of the woman, but also the man, but it's the woman's body. So it's her body, her choice. And I do feel that way. And my mom was pro, um, what do they call that, pro-choice. So I too am pro-choice. I acknowledge that the, you know what? No, I'm not even gonna speak to that because that's the storyline that we are given about why, but that's ultimately not why. That's ultimately not why. So I'm not even gonna speak to it. At least, no, that's not why government seems to care so much about it because no government's not like because i was going to say well it's a male-dominated society and the government cares about the men that want to have a child but don't get to have the child because the woman doesn't want to have the child but it's like no that's not why the government's getting involved in this that's not why anyway my response is, my initial response is, the government is playing in the face of the women again. All women. The government is playing in uh, y'all, our face. Yes. You know, th- that's a uh, slang phrase, but, but I think it's really cute. When people are like, they're playing in your face. But yeah, they're playing in our face. And then I realized that this is huge and we are not worried about the grotesque abuse of rights because this grotesque abuse of rights is happening to other people. It's happening to trans people. It's happening to women. So, oh well. That's not my realm of concern. But I go to this old quote that I learned in college, and I'm paraphrasing. But basically it says, first they came for other people. Then they, oh, first they came from my neighbor to the left. And it wasn't me, so at least they weren't coming for me. Then they came to my neighbor to the right. And it wasn't me, so at least it's not me. Oh, well, whatever. I guess they shouldn't live that kind of life. Mm. But now they're coming for me, Mm. and no one is here to help me. Mm. Huh. Mm. And it's exactly like that. It's exactly like that. 
we're being oblivious to the rights and the needs of these women, these trans people. And when they come for us next, it'll be like, well, can you please help me? Can you please spare a dime? <laughs> no. Pop. They're playing in our faces and oh well, I'm, and let me explicitly say this, I am pro-choice. That at the end of the sentence, basic complexity, you're one square. Uh, and this is short and just straight to the point. All right, so, and all right, this might seem a little hood of me, but whatever. All right, so it's like for real, just fall back to your place. That's what I Speaking of fall, I will say, well, I'm going straight to my one uh, wrap up. Wake up, people. Hmm. Our narcissism is the source of our fall. We don't care about others enough. We need to learn to care about other people's issues as well. And you know, as soon as I, nah, I will turn this into a little bit of a minute, but um, yeah, I get it. We feel like we have enough dealing with our own issues. And perhaps that's a thing. Not perhaps that is a thing. That is a thing. Mm -hmm. People do feel like we deal with enough with our own issues. But we're not necessarily asking you to deal with other people's issues. We're asking you to let people live and mm -hmm. be who they are. Trans, women getting abortions, whatever. Let people, and the abortion question is between the woman and the people physically involved. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, it's ultimately the woman because the woman is the one who will have to carry that baby, mm -hmm. push out that baby. And we're not asking you to care about that. We're asking you to just not, I'll quote like a RuPaul, not fuck it up <laughs> for other people. Don't fuck it up. Just don't fuck it up. Just leave it alone. And I know I cussed so much. <laughs> um, well, I cussed so much with that, but I, that was my RuPaul impersonation. It's cute. Anyway, RuPaul impersonation on Sing for Your Life. But um, yeah. Wake up, people. Basic complexity, you're... Oh, you already did it. <laughs> the hashtag verse TV family, yes or no question. Do you feel the severity of this 
ultimately applying far beyond an issue of women and trans, an issue of womanhood or transhood. And again, I repeat, they are playing in our face. Yes. Yes, they are. Tracking people to another state. Ugh, disgusting. Anyway, again, like I said in the very beginning, a grotesque misuse, a grotesque abuse of human rights. Anyway, this is a big deal, y'all. Base complexity. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Time for our, um, what do you call this? Cerebral TV 224. So, yeah, we're right about the end. Hashtag Cerebral TV 224 at Jacked App at BMO the Prince at Millennial underscore Misery at Disorganized dot Religion. Hashtag Prince TV 224E. Everybody knows Atlanta is the black gay mecca of the world. No city in the U.S. has a higher percentage of gays in their population than San Francisco. D.C. gays got some fancy jobs, nice houses. You know, that's where you go get your husband. New Orleans is actually one of the best cities in the South for gay people. And in general, it's just a very liberal place. New York City pride. Enough said. Gays love celebrities and the arts, so gays love LA. P-Town is this real quaint and cool gay beach town in Massachusetts, and it's home to some great events like Frolic Men of Color Weekend. The 90s belong to us. No, they don't. Tay Arnold, all that. Nickelodeon in general, all us. So, kid shows? And MTV. MTV was us. Are you high? TRL, Cribs, Pimp My Ride, The Osborns. All 2000s. Real World, Daria, Celebrity Deathmatch, Beavis and Butthead, Yo MTV Raps. All Gen X royalty. Well, Clueless, that's a millennial movie. As if. Mean Girls is yours. Clueless is ours. Ugh, that's so fat. Stop trying to make fetch hat. <laughs> gotcha. Ugh. Snoop and Tupac. Are, us. Are you crazy, bro? You weren't the only people alive in the 90s, dude. You know, I was actually born in the 90s. So. Oh, shut the f up. You, you were a baby. I don't know what makes what, you think you know so anything you were born that is going that on. That doesn't mean anything. You weren't even conscious for that no kind of thinking. You were getting there. Text, you are a millennial. Birth years 1996 going down to 1981. Well, I'm more of like a cusper. Mm -hmm. That's the name. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, but I'm like the older kind. I mean, technically, yeah. Mm. E like barely. Yeah, but I'm like the I'm like a really old one. Am am I? No, 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 no. What's the one before millennial? No, I'm I'm a I'm a zennial. I don't I don't care. Mm, that doesn't work for me. Can I just be Gen X? 
Do you see that? My ear, stop that unholy profanity. That's awfully judgy and classist. Even the Apostle Paul used swear words. What? No, my Bible has no swear words. The Bible does have swear words in the original Hebrew and Greek, but they were translated differently for your sensibilities. When the Bible talks about perverse language, it's talking about slander and gossip, not F-bombs. Okay, fine, but what does that have to do with class? English borrows from languages around the world, but it's primarily a mix of Old English and Old French. When the Old French-speaking Normans conquered the Germanic tribes of England, a two-tier society emerged. The conquerors spoke Old French, the peasants spoke the West Germanic language, Old English. So there were Frenchy people with power and Germanic people without. What does this have to do with profanity? Have you ever noticed that a lot of our swear words sound like German? Like the word arse in French, it's cool. It doesn't have an equivalent swear word in English. You can probably guess what scheissen and ficken mean, also German. So the words of the peasants were considered vulgar. Exactly. The word vulgar itself comes from a Latin word meaning of the crowd. The words we call swear words are considered offensive in part due to lasting cultural class-based prejudice that taught us to see the language of the conquerors as elevated and cultured, and the language of the conquered as crass and unclean. Well, thanks for teaching me this <laughs> No problem. Hmm. All right. So, the songs. So, again, I will ask Do you know the song Love by Kendrick Lamar? Actually, I don't. Okay. Now, as for the Shalimar, second time around. I did want to say, I didn't realize that was um, 79 because wasn't, um, and I just said it to you when we were talking before the show, but um, what was, what was there, th that other song that uh, you gave a few weeks before? Um, so about, Hold on. Which song was it this week? I know. Yeah, the second time around. Again. Oh, Night to Remember. Thank you. Yeah, was it Night to Remember 1983? That, uh, like, I looked up the songs um, prior to the show, but I do not remember off the top of my head. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been week 224. I'm Aaron Mack, and you can find me Aaron Mack at versetv.com. That's A-A-R-O-N-M-C-K at B-E-R-S-T-E-A-B. Dot com, and you can find Verse TV all over social media. Hashtag B-E-R-S-T-E-A-B. Check us out. Basic Complexity, where can we find you, my friend? Yeah, and no, Sarah was... Uh, Pulling it up. Yes. And trying to... Well, I wonder... Well, you can definitely be found on TikTok at my basic complexity. That's the different one. Um, yep. TikTok. So the other ones, because I know it's like two or... Simply basic complexity. Right. For yeah. Instagram. 
And the third one is the email. Based uh, complexity at versetv.com. Yes. Pow. All right. This has been week 224. Have a good day. Well, we can say, good. well, wherever you are in the in, in the um, universe, we have a really far reach. We reach outside of the planet. Anyway, I'm just saying stuff. <laughs> Imagine that though, like, can you, like one day we might have international uh, Aaron zip and swallow the key. You know, this is a uh, free chatter. So, um, I remember when I was a little kid in Middletown, um, we, we would be like, oh, I'm not gonna say anything. I'm gonna shut my mouth, zip my mouth shut and swallow the key. And I remember one, one of the kids was like, well, how could you swallow the key if you zipped your mouth shut? <laughs> it's like, oh, well, I guess. Anyway. That's being technical. <laughs> it is being technical. But it, it's cool that a, a kid could uh, think that. Let, let me ask you this. This is going to be our uh, closing uh, free uh, talk of whatever. Did you used to think that the kids in your grade level were exceptionally funny? Mm. I used to think that the kids I went to school with, wherever I went to school, I used to think that we were always so clever. Like wherever I went to school, I was like, yeah, that's funny. We, we are a clever bunch. When I was in school in Middletown, New York, I felt that way. When I was in school in New Orleans, Louisiana, I was like, something about us 83 babies. And I wasn't thinking 83 baby back then. <laughs> but I was like, something about people in my age group. We are just exceptionally funny. Adults don't get it. But you didn't think that way? Mm. Sometimes. Yeah. And I, I, I can imagine that teachers were like, these kids that think they're so funny and you're really not that funny. Anyway. And of course, in my head, even at a young age, like, well, I'm not funny to you. Right. <laughs> just all around smart Alex. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, like you, you might not get it, but that's a personal problem. <laughs> anyway. All right, my friend. I will always <laughs> I will always acknowledge my mom because she was so true, so right when 
she said I was a smart aleck from birth. Oh. And I I believe it. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. You know. Still to this day, right now I'm kidding. I'm just being funny. No, you are anyway. right. <laughs> yeah. Well, pointing out the irony of situations, right? <laughs> hmm. Anyway. <laughs> All right, hashtag verse TV family. Um, peace, hashtag verse TV.com. Whenever I try to point to the uh, uh, logo, I'm like, I, I remember <laughs> South Park is funny, but uh, <laughs> what, what? <laughs> People would wear the uh, I'm with stupid shirt. <laughs> and the, the I'm with stupid arrow. <laughs> South Park is hilarious. But would point and nobody would be there. Like they're walking. <laughs> they're walking with somebody, but the arrow is pointed the other way. Or <laughs> One time, the arrow was like, I'm with stupid, and the arrow was pointing up. Anyway, <laughs> South Park is hilarious. Anyway, but all right. We'll talk to you later, Aztec Verse TV family. Stay blessed. PeaceVerseTV.com. Stay blessed. You know, huh? Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, aka Basic Complexity. Hashtag Verse TV family. Hashtag Verse TV. Well, hashtag Verse TV family. Two, two, four.